Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us uh, here tonight on Raising Vibration Radio and Journey into Consciousness. I'm one of your hosts, Reverend Raven, and also joining us is our other host, Tammy Lucente. Hello, everyone. Good evening. And we are so happy to have one of my oldest and dearest friends uh, from Facebook and also on Raising Vibration Radio, the lovely, the amazing Sandra Dawn. Hello. <laughs> Yay! Sandra is a, a medium. And what else do you do, Sandra? Do you do Reiki, right? Yep. I am a medium, psychic. I do... Reiki. I'm a Reiki master teacher. Mm -hmm. I do theta healing. Um, I just do all kinds of stuff. <laughs> all kinds of fun stuff. Well, when are you going to write your first book? Because I want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've had something in my computer titled book for about mm, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have any more than a couple pages written. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how exciting my life would be. Um, I just well, have to think about where I want to go with it. Oh. How did you just, how did you get into mediumship? Well, I thought I was crazy, actually. Yeah. And, um, It, it, it happened. <laughs> My husband was away a lot for work. Yeah. And it had been coming on for a lot of years. I mean, when I think about it, it had been with me since childhood. Mm -hmm. I mean, I started seeing an Indian chief at the end of my bed, my holly hobby bunk bed. Since I was like seven, so you saw Indian chief. Yeah, he would show up every night, and he would just stand there, and he didn't say anything. He just stood there, and he had what I termed as neon lights around him. Mm -hmm. And um, I would pull the blankets over my head and you know, wait for him to leave, which <laughs> he would, he would leave. But <clears throat> so that, that happened. I don't even know how long that happened. It happened. So, I mean, now since I was an adult, my mom and dad are like, why didn't you ever tell us about that? Yeah. I just thought it was my imagination, you know, yeah. Gonna tell my mom and dad, well, there's an Indian that stands at the end of my bed every night. And they're gonna say, Oh, go back to that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Imagination kid. But as an adult, when you thought you were going crazy, what was going on as you were discovering? Um the first I would go out and I did not like to be around people, <laughs> mm -hmm. especially crowds. Yeah. Um, but to go to the grocery store, um, you know, I would be pushing my cart 
And as long as I didn't make eye contact, I would be okay. But as soon as I made eye contact, it started and I would hear conversations around people. Mm -hmm. And at this point in time, I wasn't seeing the people, I was only hearing them. Mm -hmm. And they would be talking about all kinds of crazy stuff, like the boat in the yard or grandma's china or the squirrels mm -hmm. ate, you know, just strange, <laughs> strange things. And I didn't know what to do with it. So, of course, I didn't want to talk to anybody because then that just made it worse. Yeah. You know, then they got louder. Did you bring it up to your husband at all or? No. Uh -uh. no nobody. No, nobody. And it was just, I just was completely miserable for quite a long time. Sandra, how long ago was that? Uh, how old am I? 46. So that had to be my kids were little then. So that was probably 18 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And how long did it take you to reconcile what was actually happening? <laughs> well, I'd kind of had an idea of what it was. And I had started to read books off and on mm -hmm. about being psychic and things like that. But <clears throat> I didn't really know where to go with it. Mm -hmm. Or I wanted somebody to teach me. Okay. And I couldn't find anybody. <laughs> and every time I thought I made a little bit of headway, then everything would blow up and get even mm -hmm. here. Yeah. So I would just put all the books down. So my husband did have a little bit of an idea because mm -hmm. the books were around. Yeah. You know, but um, it just, I have people talking to me right now. So I just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, who's but talking to you? There's just people that are obviously waiting to talk to somebody. And well, what do they want to say? Just spit it out. Well, Sandy, you know, you know, <laughs> no, baby, he wouldn't miss a chance to come through and talk to you. Um, but he just, Cecil just is here, obviously. Oh, of course. And he wants you to know that you are doing things that he never even imagined wow. that you could do. Wow. He never knew that you had it in you to do the things that you're doing. <laughs> wow. And 
He just wants you to know how proud of you he is. Oh. Well, I'm proud of him, too, for crossing over. That was very brave of you, honey. And I want you to know I was very proud of you. And that was a big moment in your life. And thank you for, you know, releasing and crossing over. Because I know the pain was immense. <laughs> he just laughed. Just like <laughs> I did. He goes, oh, hell. He goes, you got that one right. <laughs> Because I, there was no way I wasn't going to release and let go. He goes, I knew where I was going. Thanks to you. I knew wow. where I was going. Aww. So he, he wasn't scared. Even though you may have thought that he would have been. He wasn't scared to go because of um, wow. But he does have... Um, a lady that's with him yeah bev it's uh, bev okay and she's just she's like kind of standing there and she just says he just drags me everywhere with him <laughs> like it's gotta he, be bev <laughs> he's just dragging me around and she says I don't know what he wants me to say. <laughs> I just, I, I really don't know. She goes, I'm kind of at a loss for words. She goes, I know that seems a little strange. Like she was somebody who was never at a loss for words, but she's kind of at a loss for words at this point. Right. And she's like, I just want to tell you, thank you. Is what she's saying to you. Oh, well, it was my pleasure, Bev. I didn't know you on this side. You had crossed over, and we never even crossed paths. But thank you for sharing Cecil with me, because he was a delight, and I'm so thankful for that. She just says to me, well, <laughs> she goes, he couldn't have picked anybody better. He goes, Aww. well, he did have... She goes, he did have me first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm taking like she was number one. Uh, she was his second wife, but yes, I mean. She was like, she's like, oh, hell no. She goes, I was number one. Okay. <laughs> like, I was number one. I <laughs> could have been number two chronologically. Yeah. I was number one. <laughs> Yes, you were, like, Bev. <laughs> number one in his heart, in his, you know. Yes, yes. That's, yeah. She yes. was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't misunderstand me. <laughs> yeah. So it was, she was kind of funny. Uh, she did have a funny, she seems to have like a funny type personality. But if you didn't know her, I guess you, you couldn't speak to that so I, I know I don't know her so right. but I'm glad that those two have connected on the other side and that yeah. brings so much joy to my heart uh -huh. and I know he had other family members that were crossed over and, and everything hi Julie thanks for joining us so <laughs> I, I know that you know I'm just so glad that when we cross over that we have people over there that are just there to like welcome us and have a big ass party right right it is it's like a receiving line for most people mm -hmm. 
you know, even though they may not have known the people that are there this lifetime, mm -hmm. the people who have been in their lives in other lives. And so the further they walk, you know, as they go, they may start to remember these people. Mm -hmm. It may not be that particular, for some of the people, it happens almost instantaneously because they're such old souls. Mm -hmm. For others, it takes longer. But your family, whether it's from this lifetime or others, they're right there mm -hmm. to meet you. Yeah. So, yeah. But there is a paternal grandmother that's stepping forward as well. But Tammy. She's placing herself in Tammy's aura. Yeah, it's so Tammy. That's where this one is going. So she's placing herself there. That's how I know who spirit is, is I ask them to place themselves in your aura. And, but this is a paternal grandmother. So this would be grandma, dad's side. So it would be like dad's mom that would have passed. Mm -hmm. And she's placing herself in your aura and she's just stepping forward. And she wants you to know that you are doing things now that you have actually longed to do in many lifetimes is what she's saying. So I'm not exactly sure what all these things are, but I do feel like part of them have to do with spirituality um, becoming much more uh, rooted in your spirituality and figuring out who you are at that soul level and knowing that you have a much bigger purpose here right now than you ever thought was possible. And by that, what she's meaning is that you are someone that people seem to talk to very easily. And that's a good thing because you're able to help awaken other souls, which right now that's needed because our earth, we're going through such a or such an awakening as a planet, we're doing things that have never been done before. Mm -hmm. And people like you are so needed. People like you, people like Sandy, people like me, we're all needed. 
Mm -hmm. And that's why people seek you out. And grandma wants you to know that <laughs> she watches. She's always around you. So I don't know what kind of connection you actually had when she was living. If you had a strong connection or if it was. Yeah, she was she was my favorite grandmother. Because okay. yeah. I said she just, passed, if, she just passed a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Because I was like, it feels like such a strong connection. There had to be, you yeah. know, like, you know, grandma's. And that was something I heard her talking about. You're the favorite. So it's like, well, you know how they say. Oh, well, you're my favorite grandchild. Mm. But then they tell the other ones, well, you're my favorite grandchild. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> that kind of thing. So that's funny that you said she was your favorite. So, yep. So oh, it goes, thank you. Yep, goes the same for her. But that she knows what a big role you have. And she's watching and she'll be there to help push you on your push you on your way. Mm, um, you. Welcome. But yeah, so that's why I couldn't concentrate when we were talking earlier. I totally lost my train of thought. But um, I have an audience member that's listening. Her name is, uh, and forgive me if I butcher your name, I'm not the best. So Sapna Partha is listening and she wants to know, do you feel a message for her from somebody on the other side for her? It's uh, S-A-P-N-A, -A, Partha, P-A-R-T-H-A. Mm, okay. Satna Partha. Excellent job, Sandy. I know. Thank you. <laughs> she said I did okay on the pronunciation. Yay! <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Academy uh, Award goes to me for finally getting something right. Yay! <laughs> now, I actually have a... Um, So for this, because I don't know, how long are we on? An hour? An hour and a half. Okay. So what we need to do um, is if you're wanting a message is... Because I'm not... Seeing you or seeing your text, um, like she said, or this person says, are you feeling a message from me or for me from the other side? Um, 
I do. I feel there's a, a, a male in spirit on the other side. He feels very much like a father figure. But I'm asking, like I always ask my the spirits to place themselves place themselves in your aura. But see, this is going to take a long time mm -hmm. <laughs> to go forward like this. Okay, Sandra, maybe we could do something for our listeners tonight if they want to uh, get up with you. I, I posted the information to your website and all that stuff. Maybe they can do an email thing with you, a, a one-question email or something. Or Well, I'm, I'm fine to do these readings, but they need to be a little bit more specific, not just an open-ended, is there somebody who wants to give me a message? Okay. Because I don't I don't let spirit give a message unless I can tell you who is giving you the message. And in order for me to know who is giving the message, we're going to have to go back and forth. Like I'm going to have to say to her, this feels very much to me like a father figure. Mm -hmm. So this is either going to be her father, a father-in-law, or somebody who was like a father. Okay. To her. And right. then we're going to have to wait for them to come back if they come back. And then you see what I mean? Yes. So that's, so I'm not, that's what I mean. They're going to have to ask more of like a specific question. Okay. She, she goes, can she ask that we need help through this challenge? Can we, can she ask that we need help through this challenge? Uh, uh, Sapna, can you be more specific? Are you talking about the shit show all of us experienced over the last week? Is that what you're talking <laughs> about? Which challenge in particular are we? Yeah, yeah, because I, you know, we all had something that was a challenge this past week. I, I can promise you that. All of us have had a challenge here that's here tonight. Right. So, Sandra, do you, so you today you see people around people and you get audio. Um, today I have everything. I see, hear, feel, mm -hmm. just know. Mm -hmm. um, when I was learning, um, everything was just, they would, initially they gave it to me all at once. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is great. But then they started taking it away from me. They would give me one at a time and I would learn how to use just my clairaudience or just mm -hmm. clairvoyance. And I say they, and who I'm talking about is my guides. Mm -hmm. So that's, those were my teachers. My guides were my teachers. Um, that's who I learned from. And do you identify your guides by any particular names or are they specific, like just certain kinds of energies or? No, I have, um, <laughs> I have a main guide. Mm -hmm. Her name is Cora. <laughs> That's my daughter's <laughs> name. Oh, <laughs> she was actually my great, great grandmother. Mm. Um, and the only reason that I know this 
is because I actually saw her walk at the end of my bed mm-hmm. one day when I was laying down to take a, a rest in the late afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I saw her profile from the side. She just walked right at the end of my bed. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, I wasn't afraid. I wasn't. And that was before I really knew her. Mm-hmm. And um, then it was funny. My mom found a picture of her. And it was like stuck in between a bunch of pictures that she had stuffed way in the back of a drawer. Mm-hmm. And I saw it and I just about flipped. I was like, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> That is her. And I had thought that her name was Anna because I had another psychic tell me that my guide's name was Anna. Mm-hmm. And so I'd been calling her Anna and here it was Cora. Cora. So, yeah. I mean, they're fairly similar. Yeah. You know, you got to give They both us, have four letters. Yeah. You got to give us you know, you got to give us a little bit of leeway. Yeah. You know, hearing is, you know, sometimes it, it's crystal clear and other times it's like you're hearing through water. So yeah. it's just. Okay. So, so uh, uh, Sapna has contacted us back and she okay. was saying it's a personal challenge in her family with my daughter is what she wrote. Okay. Okay. Personal challenge. And she wants to know if she could have help with this challenge. Yes. That, okay. Okay. Personal challenge. Now, the information that I get for, for Satna on this personal challenge about her daughter um, is actually coming from her team, which is her guides and her angels. Mm-hmm. And... Um, What they want her to know is that the help that they're talking about, either the help that they have sought or that they are mulling over seeking for their daughter is what they need to do because there needs to be outside intervention to help her because this is not something that she is going to allow 
just to be, you know, it's not going to be okay just to talk to family about it or go to family about it. Um, because I feel like there's many layers to this issue. Um, it feels like it doesn't only touch one area. It's like it's, um, not only physical, but there could be definitely a mental emotional component to it as well. And that all has to be addressed in order for her to be able to get better. But they definitely need to continue to seek help. And that help needs to be from qualified individuals. And I do feel like they have been looking into certain places, like where they need to go, but they were unsure on whether or not that's what they should do. And uh, her team, not only Satna's team, but her daughter's team are weighing in. And they're saying that's exactly what needs to be done because she needs to have this step taken so that she can work through this issue that she's experiencing. But that's, that's all they have for me. So that's what I have for you. I hope that helps. Well, I, she hasn't commented yet, but I will let you know. No, that's uh, Okay. I, I will definitely let you know. I, and all of you guys that are writing in the comments, I, we will ask uh, Sandra to kind of touch on each one of your situations and everything. But I, I have a, a question um, uh, for you, Sandra. When when you came into the realization uh, about the, the gifts, because I can remember you and I talking many moons ago about you going into certain places and things were visiting you right there on the spot. How did that affect you mentally? <laughs> it freaked me out. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like it. And I told them, I was like, no, I don't do things that way. I don't just go up to people and give them messages. That's not how I work. It's right. Not cool. Um, so you had to set boundaries with spirit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Big boundaries. Um, spirit will try and push, 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 push to get me to do, you know, their bidding, whatever they want me to do. But I... I don't just walk up to people and say, hey, I have a message from, you know, your dead mother. And she wants you to know that that cocktail ring that you didn't wear to the party. <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> no, 
I, I don't I don't do that stuff. You know, compelled to just go ahead and do those ones, huh, Sandra? <laughs> I just don't do that. I just don't do it. It's a blessing they didn't give me that gift because I'd be like at every little party, like, why did you do that? Shame on you. You know, so it's a good thing they didn't give me that gift because I would have been torturous with it. And right. Sapna has replied, thank you so much. I appreciate it sincerely. So, okay, good. I wanted, to, I, I wanted you to know. Um, we got a message from Julie from the beginning. She wanted to know, since I was adopted, are brother sets of relatives in my life? What and I'm not that? sure I understand the question very well, but it says, since I was adopted, are brother sets of relatives in my life? So I'm not meaning, I don't understand her question, but I, I thought maybe you mistyped something, possibly. So, Julie, if you're listening, if you don't mind typing back in and letting us know exactly what you were asking there, because I, I don't understand the question to ask. And then we have uh, Ariel uh, that would love a message from her dad who who comes for her. Wants to see his name was Adrian. If you got a message. All right. Let's see. Ariel. Okay, Ariel, um, your dad does step forward and the first thing he does is he apologizes to you. He tells you, I'm sorry, baby, I'm sorry. Usually they don't tell me what the I'm sorry is for, so I hope that you know what the I'm sorry is for. Um, he also wants you to know um, that he sees his grandson and he wants you to know what a good mom you are. And that he's saying you've broken that mold. You've broken that. He's using the word mold. But what he's showing me is that you've broken what looks like to me more like a family lineage of people always going like the wrong way, turning and going down the wrong road. Um, and he shows me that you've broken that. Um, Aw, that's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, it is. So, Dad also wants you to know that he's always there with your son. He's always keeping him safe. 
as well as you. Um, but the issues that you're having with the electrical system, and he's showing me it's like a, it almost looks like a like the inside of your car. And this is not like so much so that your car's not working. He's showing like the radio, like he's always messing with the radio. Uh, that's your dad. So he just wants you to be aware that, that that's him. Is Ashley going to be okay? Is that her question? Yes. Okay. Ashley. Julie, this is for Ariel right now. We'll get right back to your question in just a minute. I had to go on to the next one until you responded. <laughs> what he's saying is that Ashley will be okay. She just needs to make sure that she... is thinking before she makes any permanent decisions. That's her sister, by the way, and she wants to know what she can tell her from dad. Okay. Well, there was <laughs> what he just said. Right. Uh, she just needs to be thinking before she makes any permanent decisions. Um, And he just, he says, well, I love both my girls the same. He says, I know. <laughs> it's like, he feels like there's almost a competition for some reason. And he's like, I, and I don't know why he feels that way. But he's like, I love them the same. Let them both know. I love them both. So. <laughs> well, she said that was great. Yeah, she said. loves them both. He loves okay. them both the same. So she says, thank you. And that was great. So there we go. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Um, so we, we can go back to Julie's question. Uh, she says, um, she, uh, her question, let me go back up here at the top and read it and then go down to, to elaborate what she put out. Her. So she goes, since I was adopted, our brothers, uh, both sets of relatives in my life are, brother i guess hold on let me pop down here and read what she wrote down here so she wrote are both sets in my life both sets of relatives in her life since she was adopted so she wants to know if both sets are in her life is, yes. Is that what you're asking, Julie? Because I'm not sure again um, about your question. So it's not clear to me. So Graham, uh, Casey, we'll get to you in just a second here. But uh, Julie, if you're still listening, I'd like to help you with your question. It's just that I'm not still understanding your question.
nothing yet. We're waiting for her I to think, I feel like what she's asking are is are both sets of her family in her life. And I mean, I could be wrong, but Are you lighting a candle for the dead, Tammy? You are, aren't you? <laughs> you are, aren't you? I love it. I love I it. Know. I was lighting a candle for the young lady and her family that um, was going through, the little girl was going through a hard time. Oh, you're so beautiful. The three-day prayer candle. So She said, yes, both sets. That's her, she's answering yes, both sets. You were right. Okay. Yes, I do believe she is communicating with both sets, both sides. So. So are yeah. both sets, it says, are both sets of relatives involved in my life? So how does that work when you're adopted? So you got your biological family, right? And then you have adopted family. And when they cross over, so like, I mean, ultimately we're one, right? Right. But yeah, she, I mean, she's, I know Julie, so um she's just she's had a long she's been searching and i do yeah ultimately yes it all comes down to it that we're one we're all one but you know most that's not something that most people will ever really get into. Right. But, um, as far as this for, for Julie, um, she was, so she was adopted. She was literally adopted. So both, you know, she was adopted and mom and dad so she was it wasn't like you know you have your your biolog she she needs to know that both sides she's working with both sides so and i i do feel she is so it's like you know when somebody is literally adopted by a totally new family that's that's what we're talking about so she's found her actual biological family and she just wants to know that I have, you know, mom's side, I have dad's side, I have everybody. So, and I do, I do believe she does. So I think they're all, she's talking to all of them. That is beautiful. So earlier, 
we had like the challenge question we talked about this past i don't know maybe for the past three weeks or so but mm -hmm. recently just this last week because mercury went into retrograde i like noticed the energy just like blah right i was right. i was just I was just wondering, does Spirit have a message for that? Because I'm like, when is this going to be over with? I'm done. I'm checking not, out. Bye. Not until June 21st is it over. <laughs> and, then, and then you have your shadow period. Shadow period. <laughs> so, you know, it's really not over for like three weeks after that. Now buckle up, babe. Buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> but, now, last, um, I'm kind of, I was just thinking um, on the last question with both families, um, the young woman that you do know, Sandra, it, it would seem to me that, that, yeah, like, wouldn't you? I mean, there would be some level of a soul contractor exchange going on and also most likely it's impacting lineage on both sides wouldn't right yeah right. so the healing like it's 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 on both sides that's it right. that's carrying a lot of energy that oh could, yeah yeah it's a ton of energy i mean the soul contract their contract alone i mean and then for her to have now realized it found it out mm -hmm. and is doing the digging and I mean that's huge yeah it's just, huge. I mean it's, it's and really to just hold the space to just let yourself heal and and in doing so I believe deeply we're we're healing the lineage forward and backward yep you know exactly it's it. and it's what a lot of us are being Especially, uh, like we were talking at the beginning, um, a lot of us are being called to do that. And it's really forcing us to really do that ourselves, I think, right. um, in a big, big way. Right, right. You say it's sand. Like, <laughs> I you know. know. You just never think about, you know, the the overall effect of something like that and i had i had an experience recently and i only bring it up because we we did talk about my grandmother coming and but the the day that my grandmother died i knew um she was i knew she was close to passing and it still threw me and i presently have um a six-month-old granddaughter and that night I spent outside really communicating with my grandmother and the most profound deep feeling came over me in the next 24 hours where I was really holding space and I was holding my granddaughter, but I, I saw my grandmother's infant face. I saw my grandmother's grandmother's yeah. infant face and I had the ability to also realize it was also connected to the baby's um, father's side of the family too. There was something, I, I mean, it was palatable. I felt it and it was just, so I literally walked around and was holding her and sincerely with every drop of my heart knew I was also holding my actual grandmother when she was a child. And then it, 
turned into her mother. And, and it was the most beautiful thing. And then the very next weekend, I went to my granddaughter's dad's mom's property. And there was this sign. It was dolphins that had shown up while my daughter was pregnant. Just the animals, dolphins started showing up. And there were these dolphins statues that all of a sudden I had this moment in, in the yard and I was like, oh my gosh, it was, it was, it was his side of the family too. And I mean, I was just holding the space for it to let it, whatever needed to heal and let those, it was amazing. And I, and I only share that for also whoever is talking about um, what's going mm -hmm. on with both sides of the families. Cause that mm -hmm. was a strong feeling anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And the the side, your son-in-law, and they are more, you guys are more connected than you realize. Oh, it was really powerful. We didn't even know that she was pregnant. She, we only knew she was pregnant for three weeks, and then we had a baby, but we won't okay. go into all that. But while she was pregnant, I was, um, I had gone to, um, uh, Gordonsville. It's like Antiqueville around. Oh, yeah, I know where it is. Okay. So I saw this pendant and it was two um, dolphins, uh, uh, black, or silk, a dark gray one and a, and a white one, right? Really nice. Even in a pawn shop, it was like a hundred bucks. But the thing that's funny about it is I was drawn to it. I had to have it and it had to be for Pamela. Mind you, she's pregnant and I don't even know she's pregnant. Yeah. Well, when I was at Bradley's mom's house, Bradley had asked me, he said, can you do me a favor when you drive up to this house, which is his grandmother's house, but his mother is in it. Can you tell me what you feel or what you see? And I said, sure. And it looked like a cottage. That's what I felt. I didn't feel it. It was the next morning. I'm walking through the backyard. There was... Um, garden statues, two dolphins, just like the one on my daughter's necklace. And then this is where I'm going to get the God bumps. Then mm -hmm. right in front of that, there were three dolphins. And I knew right in that moment, I was like exactly what I was doing a week and a half ago was what I was supposed to be. She was there. She was one of the babies I was holding. I was, it was amazing. Anyways, <laughs> it was that's amazing. Yeah. Stuff. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. I we have another question. Actually, we've got two people that have questions, but I, I told uh, Miss Casey that we would ask her question next. She wants to know if her grandmothers are there and have any communication for her. Her grandmother's names are Mary and and I'll spell the second one. Clydena, C-L-I-D-E-N-N-A. Okay. All right. Let's see here. And Tammy, yes, that was just beautiful. My, I got goosebumps right oh, now just thinking so about it. So palatable. Like, I can't even begin to tell you. Oh, makes uh, my heart sing. Oh, Sandy, you know me. You know that stuff. How, how, can, you, how can you not know you're pregnant, though? This just blows my you mind. Was, I was there. I know. I didn't know she was pregnant. 
Well, you just think of all this communication I got from spirit. That's the part. I know. I know. Up now, like my whole world's going to stop. Oh, yeah. You weren't kidding. <laughs> okay. So is this uh, CASI, Cassie? C A S S I E, C A S S I E Greer, Cassie oh, Greer. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Do you know her? Uh, no, I don't know her. I just, <laughs> I wasn't sure, um, what we had going on here. So, um, all right. So let's see here. We have, I have two, since she asked for both, then they both step forward um, together. Aww. So <clears throat> we won't jack with, you know, maternal, paternal. Um, and I'm not sure um, if this is, Let's see here. So they step forward together. And what they want to tell her is that everything that she's doing right now is what she needs to be doing even though it doesn't feel exactly right to her um now These ladies, they come forward and they're actually holding hands. Now, whether they knew each other in life, I don't know, but they're coming forward, they're holding hands, just like they're the best of friends. And um, they come forward and they have a seat and they just, they just wanna sit down and Well, one of them wants to smoke a cigarette. She says they knew each other. Okay. Okay. So I'm seeing a cigarette. I don't know if they both smoked or if it was like a hush-hush kind of thing. Um, like, you know, I only did it when I was with you kind of thing. Um, but, and they want to drink their coffee or I don't think it's tea. It feels more like coffee. But um, they're kind of funny. They're funny together. And she says her grandpa smoked in secret. Laugh out loud. Her grandpa did? Yes. Okay. So that's, so that's what they're making me feel then. So even though 
we're talking to the grandmas, the smoking in secret, they're talking about grandpa. Okay. All right. So that was the smoking secret. That's funny. Uh, you know, that's it's funny because how can you smoke in secret because you get the smoke smell on you. There's no way you smoke in secret. I don't care who you are out there. You're full of shit. So you cannot smoke in secret. You're not kidding anyone. Well, they try. They try. Um, but it was funny. They, they want her to not beat herself up because she does because she feels like she's not doing things um, as well as she should and doing them to the best of her ability. But they are disagreeing and saying, yes, she is. She's doing the best that she can do with what she has available to her. Um, And like they said earlier, she's doing exactly what she needs to be doing, even though it doesn't feel quite right to her. Um, so I'm not sure what feels off about it, but they're saying even though it feels off, you are doing the right thing. Um, they are talking about, they're talking about a new car so I'm not sure how a new car comes into play. And new car doesn't always have to mean brand spanking new, but it means new to you. So um, I don't know why they're talking about a new car. Uh, what are you talking? This is something that's been recent. Casey, did you just buy a new car? Type in yes or no. They're well. They're she's talking about something that's not. Um, and this may be something that's coming for her. Um, no, she has not bought one recently. So wow. Well, this may be something that's coming. And I'm not sure. And you spoiled the secret. Well, <laughs> I don't necessarily know that it's always a secret, especially if you are the one that's going to have to buy it. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> something. I don't know what they keep talking about this new what is it about this new car i don't know i'm gonna have to try and make them move on um well the ground both of them want you to know that well they're actually showing me now they're showing me some jewelry 
So I don't know if you have jewelry of theirs that you wear routinely or if it's just something that's um, you have yet to they're showing it actually in a jewelry box so I'm not sure if it's in there in a box of theirs or if it's in yours something that you keep of theirs um, initially they were showing me it looked like a necklace like with a, a pendant um, not a ring looks like a pendant so Hmm. Oh, she says grandmother's brooch. Yes, I'm sorry. I was flipping through a page here. Uh, okay. Grandma's brooch. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. And she's also... It's like she's ooing and eyeing over a garden or flower, like a, everybody's flowers are blooming right now. And so this is, she's like ooing and eyeing over this flower garden. So I don't know if she's, if this is yours or if she's ooing and eyeing over her own, what she liked to do. Um, because she's showing me all of these, and these are beautiful flowers. Like it took a lot of time to make them this pretty. Um, she has lots of roses and uh, looks like- She says, I planted their favorite flowers every year. Ah, okay. well, she doesn't want you to quit. <laughs> because as soon as you said that, she said, and don't, please don't stop. Oh, so. she's got a huge garden. Okay. Okay. Excellent. So she just doesn't want you to stop and please keep it up because they love it. Love it, love it, love it. And of course they love you. So. Aww. That's such a beautiful message. She says, thank you so much. You're very welcome. And I just want to let you know, Julie said, thank you, Sandy. I'll get with you for a reading real soon. And um, Sapna, again, thank you for sharing your gifts and generosity and, and told you to stay blessed. So I just wanted to share that with you tonight. Okay, thank you. So one of your listeners or one of your followers is on here, Hagina McCoy. Oh, okay. She she says she wanted to know if there's anything about her mother that wanted her to let that she should know. Is mom coming through tonight? Okay. And she is mom coming through? Is mom yes. Coming? Yeah, she, she asked about mom. Is there anything my mother wanted to tell me? Okay, okay. My mother wants to tell me to wash my mouth out with soap. I know what my mother's thinking. <laughs> I hear you, mom, loud and clear. 
see. Um, Gina. Mom steps forward and mom has a beautiful smile and she laughs is the first thing <laughs> right off. It's like a big jovial laugh. Um, and she says, Lord, girl, she said, you just need to do your thing. You need to not worry what everybody else thinks. And you just need to move forward. She now she wants, she says, I need to apologize for holding you back, son. She said, you may not think I did, but my thoughts and how I did things held you back some. She said, now you just need to do what you need to do and be yourself. Quit worrying what other people think and move forward with your life. And she, she wants to tell her again, I'm sorry. And how much she loves her. She wants to know, holding me back from what, Mom? Being who you truly are, child. She said you were never allowed to become truly who you felt you needed to be. Um. She says, I can see that things have changed some since I passed. She said, but I want you to know that I am good with everything. She said, I want you to be happy. I want you to be who you are, be strong in who you are. I just want to interrupt here. I feel like mom is almost feeling responsible in a way for having you 
do some of the things that you did in your life or take on some of the responsibilities that you took on that maybe you didn't need to, but you did because you thought that that's how you were supposed to. Um, almost like that's that's what women do kind of thing. And mom knows you're not that kind. <laughs> you're a much more um, forward, I guess is the right word. You're much more into the 21st century than mom was which makes sense because of age. And you just need to do what you need to do for yourself to be happy. You don't need to follow any old construct. Is what I believe mom is trying to say. I kind of feel like mom may have struggled a bit with communication because I feel like her message, even though she's trying to be as clear as she can be, is a little bit unclear. Um, and I mean, only you would know that if she struggled a bit with communication, being clear at times. Um, oh, she's got a couple. Here's what she's saying. Um, I have two children and grands. Sometimes I'm conflicted. She passed when I was 14. I'm 57. Do I leave my girls and live my life? And that, that's what she's saying. She's saying you have to do you. You don't need to live for everybody else. Your children are grown your children can take care of their children and your mom sees that and she doesn't want you to make that mistake of living your life for other people Do you understand? We're waiting for her to respond. So that's fine. That message goes along for a lot of a lot a of lot women of out there. I mean, I almost felt like you were talking to me for a, a moment because you. I know, as you guys remember, I took care of my mother for the last 10 years of her life and and then you know she passed on in my care and uh and, and it felt like my mother was talking to you right now saying you know don't worry about what anybody's saying just go and do whatever you gotta do girl so i felt like that she says she wants to know what's my next move yes i understand okay her next move she has to make that move and go where she feels pulled to go. I actually see her going west. So I'm not sure 
how far west she is comfortable going. Um, I can see her going. This is actually, I believe right now, I mean, I don't know. I get, I'm, I get the feeling she's like East Coast area. Yeah. I, I'm not but, sure. Hygiene, let us know where you are. But um, her daughter has epilepsy and her and her youngest one has heart problems. And Hygiene, let me tell you, for uh, somebody that's been a caregiver for most of her adult life, and you're about my age, you you know you can't let fear run your life. And you want she's in Ohio. Don't let fear run your life of them going to pass away. Please don't, don't, you waste a lot of your life energy force by doing that. Right. Your children can take care of themselves with, with any illness that they may have. I'm sure they want you to get out there and, and have a life of your own. You, you know, right. you lost your mom at 14. You, you were again a mother, you're a grand, you know, grandmother now, but still, what are you doing for yourself? What are you nothing. doing for yourself? Nothing. Right. And that has to change. Um, everything is going to change. And even though your daughters have um, these issues, they are still making it. Um, I'm not sure how much help they get from you at this time. Um, but you need to do for you. And just because you decide to live your life for you doesn't mean that you cannot visit your daughters and your grandchildren. It just means that now I'm living my life for me. And it also doesn't mean that they're not going to call you and say, hey, mom, can you come back and help me for a month or, <laughs> you know, and then that's going to be up for, up to you on whether or not you want to take that time from your life to do that. So then it's going to be setting boundaries, which is going to be a whole new thing for you. Um <laughs> But I actually see you <laughs> moving to the, this is more of a southwesterly direction. This would be like um, Texas. Oklahoma, Nevada. Arizona, that type area. Um, now, and the reason being is just because that's going to be what's good for you. Mm. Good for your health. Good for you. Um, monetarily 
I mean, it, that's just what's going to be good for you. So, Oh, I love this question. She, she wrote, she goes, at this age, what profession does she see me in at the older age? And I don't know what to do, but here for, uh, but to be here for them. Boy, the world is your oyster. You know, you've got all those years of experience behind your belt. And you can do anything that you want to do at, at, at any time, if, especially if you go to Arizona. Oh, my God. What a great right. area, right, for right. spiritualism, for helping out other people. Uh, there's so much you can do in your life right, right. now. Whatever. So, I mean, Helena, have you been thinking about moving and doing something different, like really thinking about doing something different? I'm guessing you have because you know um, Sandra, right? No, you don't know if she had. Well, I mean, I do. I think she is in one of my in my group and. Mm -hmm. She may be, we may be friends on Facebook, but I'm friends with a lot of people that I don't know. No. She said not yeah. out of the state. Yeah, I was just curious. Oh, well, she wasn't planning on moving out of the state. Okay. Well, so, if you don't want to go out of the state. Just moving in general. Yeah. Then don't go out of the state. Start by going west in the state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And just try. Is it that head. like Cleveland is west in Ohio? I don't know where you live, but <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know where she is in Ohio, but um, you know, there's lots of little towns, and mm -hmm. you know, I don't know exactly what oh, Ariel her is. Her daughter. Will you talk to Ariel earlier? Right. Yes, my yes, we are my daughter is Ariel, so um there's lots of different things. Oh, you're from Cleveland and I, I and you're in Columbus. So Cleveland, like wow, what a cool place to go. Or even uh, Cincinnati. Cleveland in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean there's as far as a what kind of uh, what kind of a job or you know if you want to take care of people there's all kinds of jobs out there if that's really what you want to do but that's hard work you know that's really hard work um, but, you know, I don't know. I kind of feel like you have a, a propensity or you like, you go towards things that are Like, um, I'm sorry, I can't find my words. Like you, 
it's totally like if we put you in a uh, beauty shop or put you in some kind of a shop where there's a lot of uh, blingy things, a lot of a lot of things that sparkle and get <laughs> and get your attention, like an accessory shop, right. like yeah, that that would be a cool place because. I feel like that's something that she can do. Like she can yeah. accessorize. She can, people could come in. She can tell them, you know, oh, I can help you with that. I can accessorize this for you. I can, you know, I can do this for, I don't, that's, I feel like that's something that she, she would do. Yeah, because she was told that a long time ago. She's been in the home health aid for a long time. And Tammy, to answer your question, her home is is Cleveland. She lives in Columbus, Ohio, right now. Oh, well, I just saw that she was yeah. thinking about moving back home. So, which would be Cleveland? Yeah. yeah. So, so Cleveland, go back to Cleveland and and open up an accessory shop, yes. or maybe like a like a vintage type of yes. store that to that have is, yeah. yes yep yeah yep. i can totally see her doing that and she'd be great at it you yep. know yep. i mean i know she's got the confidence into doing that and she's really good at helping her friends i got a feeling that she hey, helps hi. her friends with their um with the her uh what's the word i'm looking for tammy when your appearances uh confidence and appearance or something like that you know what i'm talking about what's the verbiage i'm looking for tammy confidence and appearance she helps her i, I her friends with yeah what do they call that there. like a, a dress coach or something i don't know they're <laughs> i like that yeah yeah, she would be really good at that, though. And vintage, though. Not just this crappy stuff they have today. We're talking yeah. about, like... Accessorizing this. people, yeah. Yes, yes. Ladies. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes, I see it. Wonderful. Look, she said, that's amazing. Wow. Mm. Yep. Awesome. 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 Yeah. So we have about eight minutes, and I really want uh, Sandra to tell us how we can reach out to her um, if we want to get our own readings. And um, you know, uh, I posted earlier your your websites; they can scroll back up to the top, but I can repost them again. Um, but how do they? They can like you on Facebook, right? Right. You can like me on Facebook. Um, you can go to Sandra Dawn, A Voice for Spirit, which is my business page. Um, I also have a group. It's called the same thing, Sandra Dawn, A Voice for Spirit. And um, my website is www.mediumsandradawn.com. That is my cat, Carol. <laughs> Aw, yeah. he just wanted to make an appearance. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Carol. So now she's fine. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So my website is www.mediumsandradon.com, mm -hmm. and everything I do um, is on there. 
Um, well, the theta healing is not on there. Um, what is theta healing? I was going to say, what is theta he healing? Theta healing is very cool. Theta okay. healing actually heals you and all of your family lineage and everything back through hundreds and hundreds of generations and oh really yeah works on belief work and it's very very cool stuff i've never heard of it yeah so, so how do we book a session for that and what and can you give me a ballpark range because i'm totally interested in that um to book a session for that you just have to message me on facebook okay and, um we would set up a session and a ballpark range for that um it, right now for me is like $50 for a 30 minute session. Mm -hmm. And then for an hour, $100. Okay. And then just go from there. Great. So, how many sessions does it take to heal a lineage? <laughs> well, it can be only one. Really? Okay. You can do only one, but you find you have so much crap. Right. All kinds of. Ah. Oh, you can wow. find all kinds of crap in your history to work on. <laughs> <You find laughs> I love it. Yeah. People come in and they, you know, you can also do instantaneous healing with that. I mean, obviously, you have to believe that it will work. Oh, of course. If you're yes. not a believer, it's not going to work. But, right. Um, yeah, you can do instantaneous healings with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's really, it's very, very interesting um, how we go through and do the belief work and find your bottom belief. You know, what do you really feel on a subject? Mm -hmm. Really feel that, you know, you're a bad person. Is that, is that what you really believe? No. What you really believe is that you were abandoned at a, you know, certain region. So then we go back and we release that and, rid of it and replace it with something new a good belief something that can replace that feeling and i mean i don't do it source does all of that i'm just right i'm just the witness i just witness it all being done so nice yeah. and hold the space for it yeah yeah i didn't know you were even doing that so it's been a while since you and I have communicated, obviously. So when did yeah. you start that? Um, I took my first, the first class for it last year. Uh -huh. I just finished my second, my advanced class a couple months ago in March. Nice. Mm -hmm. so, Congratulations. Excellent. Cool. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I just keep on, keep on learning. I mean, I, I think I'm like, well, what do I like to do best? All of it. I, like it <laughs> I can't make a decision. It all helps. You know, it all helps. Yeah. To, you know, there's not one thing that I would say is my favorite. You know, it all that helps me to do what I do with the readings. I also love doing the psychic development classes that I do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those are, I, that's great fun. I love that. But, oh, so you're teaching people to get in touch with her, their, their sixth sense and to help them develop that. Awesome. Yes, I am. Yep. I love it. Fabulous. Yep. That, and those are fun, fun classes. When, when, are, I, when is your next class starting up? Well, I don't have one scheduled right now. Okay. I have actually been doing a lot of um, just single clients because I can't ever seem to get a bunch of people together right now. Right. So um, the last few have just been single clients that I've been working with. But mm -hmm. um, whenever I get a few people that want to do it, I'll put out there that I'm going to do a class and let everybody know. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun and everybody is psychic. Everybody, whether you believe it or not, you are psychic and it's just to a varying, varying degrees. And all you got to do is work on it and you'll bring it out. Well, I'm afraid I'm mentally handicapped, so I, I have to disagree about my psychic abilities. I wear a helmet just to go outside to drive my car. So, anyway. No. I'll just play with y'all. So, Ariel wrote, I definitely booking a session, and I'd like to learn how to use, uh, use it because I know um, I have to, and I know it's it's there, and I'm going. I'm, I'm, she's going to the site, so she's going to book a reading with you, and she's not going to be scared, and she's going to be relaxed. So good for her. Go, girl. Good. Go. All right. Go good. So, so we're at the end of our show, Sandra. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on tonight. No problem. It, it was, was wonderful chatting with you. Thank you so much for all the messages you gave all. No problem. Thank you. No problem. Yep. You're definitely an angel, and we'd love to have you come back on the show in the future. So, oh, sure. I thank, would thank you. Thank you so much. And I just want to thank everybody that showed up today. And, uh, you know, it's the end of our show. I'm sorry, um, the young lady that just joined us. We're, we're going to be closing up the show tonight. But I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us and being here. And, uh, Again, check out Sandra's websites and, and friend her on Facebook and, and join her uh, her little group on Facebook there. And we'll post those uh, at our, our site um, on Raising Vibration Radio uh, Facebook page. And Tammy, you want to say anything before we cut out? Nope. Just good night, everyone, and see you next week. What about you, Miss Sandra? Thank you, Sandra. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Right. Good night, good night everybody.